This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Friday, January the 29th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, your guy Friday. Former CEO, Chip McClurton Jander, this great company. Get to sit in here once a week with you people. Welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. one 800 is our business line. You can go out 24-7-365 to our website at allamericangold.com. Pack full of news, prices you can order. You can do anything you want. I mean, really, you can buy gold at 3 o'clock in the morning. It's an amazing world we live in. And this show goes all around the world, and we thank everybody for tuning in. It's a great day to be alive, and I hope this finds you well in a world gone mad. Uh, you get to sit in with the real president and host of this show, Joe Jaquin, nephew. It's a great day to be alive. How you doing, kid? It is a great day. You know, the the sun is out again. I guess we have only a few more days of really beautiful weather, and then it's going to get Arizona cold. The Soviet weather machine. Right, it's going to be in the 50s after that for China, a few days. China bought the Soviet weather machine, so... They're like, you know, they have to call Beijing now and go, listen, can you keep the weather nice for Barrett Jackson? You know, there's a lot of people in town. <laughs> Barrett Jackson then it's going to start raining. So, yeah. And then uh, hopefully it'll clear up for the open. Hopefully. Hopefully, so, yeah. It's been a cold, wet winter. So it's been a real winter. I have to tell you, you know, I've got, you guys know, I've got property up north of Spokane, Washington, and I worked up there, you know, 30 years ago. I worked at Sawmill, loaded lumber on the Burlington Northern. And um, the weather doesn't bother you. And, and, and all my friends, as they've gotten older, that I, they go, oh, yeah, you know, wait till you get older. You're going to hate the cold. Well, I grew up in Arizona. I always liked the cold. You know, I'm tired of being hot. But i got to tell you, I think there's something to this. Because, you know, it's been, it's been cold. It's, you know, it's been in the 50s. <laughs> and I'm right. complaining. That, that's Arizona cold. Yeah, I'm complaining now. I, you know, so I don't know. I don't know. one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So much news to talk about. There's more news than the yellow lab can shake a stick at. Of course the uh election propaganda's in full swing. You've got uh Donald Trump backing out of the Fox deal. I just saw a headline that he won the debate. <laughs> he wasn't even there. Yeah. That's how he won. Drudge Report has a has a poll this morning. I don't know if you saw it. Um I, I saw a couple hours ago, uh, Republican votes. They had, uh, when I looked at it, 600,000 vo- 600, votes so far. And that was a couple hours ago. I'm sure it's over a million by now. Donald Trump had 65.2% of all the votes. So, wow. You know, come on. And the whole Megyn Kelly thing. And, you know, and, and i got to tell you, the guy who owns Fox has got to be shaking in his boots. Because if Donald Trump gets elected... <laughs> There's not going to be any uh, government PSA announcement money (laughs) going to Fox News anymore. He hates them. You know what? And I don't get it. How can you hate Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton? How's that even possible? Pick a side. (laughs) Pick a side. Well, that's the hard part. I know. Doesn't make any sense. Because you're not sure what side that is. Everybody wants to get get on board with Cruz. You know why? Because they think the Hispanic vote. They won't know what to do. You know, they'll pick them up in a van like they always do, drive them down to the polling place, and they'll just stand there and look. And they, they don't own a television or a radio, and they go, they'll go, let me see, Rubio, Trump, <laughs> Cruz. 
Yes. Canadian Hispanic. <laughs>
today, and it cost 135,000 yen for an ounce of gold this morning. How about that? Now, so if you took that 135,000 yen and bought yeah, an ounce of gold, let's say, but you're liberal. You don't want any gold. Right. Ah, I'm going to leave it with the Bank of right. Tokyo. They're good people. Gold's not performing like it should. You right. Know, that's, that's terrible. It's not a safe haven. And my financial advisor says you don't want to do it. So I put my money in the bank. They're going, instead, for that ounce of gold, they're now just one. One ounce of gold. You're not buying it. You're putting the money in the bank. They're going to charge you $13.50 per ounce. <laughs> now you start totaling that up times, oh, I don't know, how many trillions a yen? See, this, this is why this is the case for gold, ladies and gentlemen. Now, we've been told throughout, since the beginning of NAFTA and GATT, that the globalism, we were all going to do the Macarena and prosper throughout the 21st century. Life would be great, and we were going to sell everything that we built here to the rest of the world. I mean, right now, we should be on the biggest party bender of all time, the way they pitched it all to Right, us. but the whole thing's backfired, and now you've got currency problems. The yeah. war's heating up. Oh, yeah. We've been saying for a long this is a race to the bottom. You've got countries now with hyperinflation. You've got now they're all trying to out-depreciate each other. Now you've got a Federal Reserve that's trying to say they're going to keep raising rates with Japan that just went negative. <laughs> it ain't working. It ain't going to work. You can't have it. You can't have it. What? You trying to tell me there's no uh, inter- uh, co-mingling of funds between Japan and the United States? We buy all their cars and sell all of it. This is how it works. Now they're going to start. They first they start with a little bit negative, and then they're like, "Oh, that's not working. Let's go a little more negative." And oh, you know what? How about a little more negative? And then eventually, Eric's exactly right. Oh man, I'll tell the, you, the cost of you holding the worthless money devalues itself every single day and that's what negative rates does the whole idea is to say hey listen if you hold that even for 24 hours we're going to hit you up we're going to hit you for it well in the long run you would think you know in the macroeconomic scheme of things that well okay everybody's just going to put their money here but you know they raise interest rates and the treasury yield fell <laughs> at 1.9 percent it's below two yeah. percent it's lower now it was two and a quarter when they raised the rate <laughs> it's not working None of this is working. Ultimately, just to see if you people have been paying attention the last two decades since I've been in this time slot, what's the currency of last resort? According, not to me, Alan Greenspan. You know, yesterday I got to stop by uh, Pastor Lindsey Williams' home. How about that? I hadn't well, seen him hadn't in a while. seen or heard from him in a while. No, I got to stop by and visit with him and his lovely wife, Joanna. And You know, Lindsey, you get his newsletters. He hadn't done any radio for a while. We haven't had him on here in a long time. You need to have him if you... If he's ever oh, you know, what? I know Lindsey's a, a a avid listener. He's always welcome. He's a, I, I don't want to bother him. Well, he's got a lot of profound statements and made a lot of them throughout the years. And you know, we 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 followed a lot of his ec- economic forecasting, and you know, he hit some of it right on the head. But him and I both agree that the the economic demise is going to be a global issue. You know, not what we went through with you know the the tarp money and and the Wall Street dipping down on the flying V and uh, bailouts going to all of Wall Street and all the elite while the rest of the country is still struggling and there's been no recovery. But uh, it won't be this is child's play. I mean, this is what will happen, the global event that's facing this world, and you're looking at it. It's already started. 
You've got hyperinflation in some countries. Right, you got hyperinflation in Brazil, right. uh, Russia, Venezuela, all of these, all Puerto Rico. Right. Well, the, the all of these countries face a, a complete opposite of what all the other countries are facing. The developed nations all have the same problem. The emerging markets all have the exact opposite problem. Right. So now you've got this divergence. you got depression here, and, and basically it's a currency-driven event. It's a fiat. Right. These, paper driven these guys are not smart. These are not stupid. These guys have put this thing together. They know the smart thing to do is to, you know, divide and conquer, and that's what you've got. How you get control, exactly. people. How they get control. So ultimately, you look at if you're a chartist, the charts are horrible for the equity markets. Horrible. And again, I don't believe any of it because it's all just manipulated and managed, and they got to run 30 Dow stocks every day. And people... Well, right, but like right now, Dow's up 200 because of the great devaluation that occurred in Japan. Because all the money's going to come here. That's the whole thing. Is that good? I don't know. We're in a global economy. We don't build anything, so the only thing they're going to buy is more debt. Right? What else are they going to invest in? Factories? All the money's coming in. What are they going to invest in? Real estate? No, no, they don't want any of it. The safest thing in the world? U.S. Treasuries. <laughs> I want That's you to, what they say. I right. want you to remember that statement, okay? Because <laughs> you keep hearing that. I'm fi- I'll am i be 57 years old. I believe by, before I long before I ever see 67 that the U.S. Treasury will have defaulted. The greenback money, we'd have defaulted on the debt. The greenback money will no good, be no good. All the corporate bonds, everything are going, corporate bonds, municipal bonds, it's all going to be valued in Confederate money. The reset is coming. Yep. It's all, well, uh, you know what? That actually was handy. You look at what the CBO came out with Monday. Hey, within 10 years, it's going to be $30 trillion if everything goes perfectly. That's the best-case number. Right. Best case. That's, That's the best-case number. So ultimately, and it won't just be here, they have to get the entire world in hyperinflation. So they're also deaf, and they can't. And the funny thing is, is the more they print, it's almost having the opposite effect. Nobody knows. This has never happened in the history of fiat. Right? They're They're like, but wait a minute. The textbook said that this was supposed to happen. You can't count the debt anymore. The money supply is so big, it's just <laughs> off the charts. The national debt used to be dollar bills to the moon and back, and I don't know what it is oh. now. Hundred thousand dollar bills. <laughs> It is, so the moon is back. And they just, every morning they must wake up going, I can't believe it hadn't happened yet. Nobody can but, believe it hadn't happened yet. How long? I don't know. I don't know. You know, ultimately it's going to take a black swan. I, said, I was talking with Lindsay yesterday. You know, it'll be the first country that goes back on a gold standard. It's going to be the winner? Right. It's going to be, the, that's what's going to, no, it'll be the, it'll, well, be, let me ask you, it'll be the tectonic it, moment. Is that why the Germans all of a sudden sped up their gold Yeah, they want their gold home. What's going to happen? Well, somebody's going on a gold standard again. Now, you know, we could go on a gold standard, but with 283 million ounces in Fort Knox, according to the GAO. Well, you know, do we even own it? Whether it's there or not, just to back the national debt with that values gold at like 38 grand an ounce. So, right, you well, think about this now, right? Everyone, oh, gold 5,000, and people laugh, and they make fun of like Peter Schiff and all these other guys, and then you think about, it's 135,000 yen today. Right, right, yeah, 135,000. So, I need to recall all the $20 gold pieces and the Eagles and restamp them from $50 to $50,000. <laughs> Turn them in so we can just add some zeros right onto them. Then we'll put them right back out. 
that, you know, ultimately, this is the problem. There's not there's so much money being created. There's not enough gold. And when you look at the mint figures, I still look at them and scratch my head. You know, when I opened this company, they used to make two million silver eagles a year, and people were like. Oh my God! You believe that's two million silver eagles? Wait, they had a booming year. They made four million. Four million the second year. You know why? Because I sold two million. <laughs> <laughs> now they make two million a month or more. A month, a week. Please. Where, where's it all going? Forty-seven million ounces last year. Forty-seven million last year. Wow. Already this year they made six million. They've sold six million. Wow. Isn't that something? And it's January, end of January. Yeah, see, what do I know? I'm an old time. Here's how bad it is. I'm going to see my very first 2016 next week. Yay! Next week. In February? Yeah. It's never used to take that long. Never. They'd always be around second week of January. Second week of January to order it. Well, this this time they said you could order second week of January, but they already knew they weren't even going to get to the bullion banks till the 21st of January, but those were... Gone in milliseconds. How about the platinum orders? Are those getting filled? Next week. Next week. How about that? You know, this is what people don't understand. You got two different markets, obviously. Like, well, unleaded gasoline. There's a prime example. Uh, it was a dollar, some dollar fifteen a gallon, I think. I haven't looked for Oh, a while. the Arbop? The Arbop. Uh, it was a dollar seven. Dollar seven. Yeah. Refined unleaded gasoline. Correct. Okay? So, kind of like gold. What are you going to invest in this morning? You're a central banker. I like gold. So you're going to buy gold. Well, you buy paper gold. And, you know, it's whatever it's at. Hey, by the way, just, just to, not to get you off track, 55 metric tons of gold added to the ETFs this month. 55, what does that mean? 55 metric tons of paper gold. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, paper gold. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? They can short more gold than's ever been mined since the beginning of time through the comics <laughs> in one day if they want. You know, Walt, we talked about that yesterday, too. Wall Street, you have to own the stock now. You can't remember the blind shorts? The naked shorts naked and shorts. all that. Yeah, if you want to short, you know, XYZ company, you have to buy XYZ company. Now, granted, you can buy it on leverage, and you, you know, <laughs> right. 10 to 1 leverage. That's how they do it. Right, right. and then you can short it on 100 to 1 leverage, which, you know, works out good, but uh, if it goes down. But, you know, same thing in gold, paper. You take dollar seven a gallon gasoline, it's a buck. I paid a buck 95 yesterday. Well, you... you a dollar 95. In certain parts of town, that's probably two bucks is about the highest, and then the you know other parts are like down the street, it's buck seventy five, but that's about the cheapest I've seen. A buck seventy five. How ridiculous is that? Because the dollar seven includes refining, right? I don't know if it must inc- can include taxes. So that's how much. Well, taxes, taxes on the refiners and all say, that. They right? used to say taxes and refining was seventy cents a gallon. Just taxes and refining. I think how much have they really put on it now? How many taxes are there? Are they hitting these refiners? And they got to pass right. Well, different. Instead of hey, instead of taxing the consumer at the pump where right. the, you know they'll make a big stink, we'll just tax it before it gets to the exactly. pump. Call it even. And the truckers and everything. Because a dollar seven R Bob. I mean, we should have dollar twenty five. Yeah, dollar seven. That may be. It may be down to a dollar. I don't know. I don't I mean, know. Yeah, I haven't looked it up for well, a while. Well, uh, oil right now it's at thirty three dollars and forty eight cents, and that's like the. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. That is so overpriced. All this talk about cuts and all of these things, they are. there is so much crude oil coming out of the United States right now. I don't know where they're going to put it all. 
I, I think next week we're going to have another 10, 11 million barrel build. Well, come on. They can't take what they've done. All the money they've thrown into solar energy and ethanol. And then you've got all and, this and All the energy on. stuff. The fracking, the natural gas, and the, the liquid natural gases. And, and you talk about wind and solar and batteries and all this electric. And then on top of it, they got Saudi. The Wall Street went over and got Saudi Arabia into debt. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. That was the smartest thing they could have done. We're going to show you, Saudi. Right, here you go. Got some debt, you know. Let's build some buildings, get some food stamps going there. We're going to crank up the government spending. There you go. So now they're in debt. So they got to just turn on the spigots. They can't shut them off for one second, no matter what the price is. No matter what. And that's the thing people don't understand. They don't have a choice. No, they'll pump $3 oil. They don't care. Goodbye. Send it over there. They want to do it. They want to put out, you know, they want to put... North Dakota out of business. Listen, here's what the Saudis know. Hey, if we're going down, you're going down with us. <laughs> well, they got one thing in common. We have one thing in common with the Saudis. The uh, Their millennials hate the royal family. <laughs> and I can tell you, the millennials hate the, the uh, status quo in this country. They hate the, the politicians. And I got a feeling we're going to be in for some wild times before the sun sets on this Christmas Eve. But we've already been in wild times. Wall Street's off to its worst start ever in the history of the United States. And then you've got the the Fed rate that is now backfired on them. I mean, nobody can believe that the 10-year Treasury now is below 2%. I mean, it's just crazy. So then you got investors. They don't know where to go. So now apparently they're everybody in the world with Japan going negative is supposed to start plowing money into the U.S. Treasury market, which, uh, you know, will only just exasperate the situation. So if you're looking for answers, you may have turned into the wrong radio station today, but we'll definitely address the issues. Patriot Radio News Hour, Eric Cedar, Sherman, Joe Jaquin will return. Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe Jaquin sitting across from me. I'm Eric Cedar Strum. You got my niece and Joe's wife, Sarah, on the telephone out there taking calls and Homer in the back doing what he does best. Homer, you know, I listen to Homer. He's a, you know, former Marine. There are no ex-Marines. Former Marine, interesting guy. So he should run for president. Lopez. He'd be oh God! <laughs> you know, you expect like people used to expect me to look like Lopez is like Smith. Norm Resnick used to tell people I was a big fat bald guy with I wore white shoes and I was like five <laughs> feet tall. He used to say that on the air. You know, Homer Lopez. You expect that? You know he. He does not look Hispanic. He's a big guy. He's, he, like he's a big six three, six four. I don't know. You know, it's, uh, he's the the what do they call it? Uh, lighter. He doesn't look Hispanic. I don't know. So yeah, if you saw him, you'd say, "Hey, look, look that's a big white guy." Ugly so, though. So I will say that he's got a body for radio as well, so, <laughs> and the face to match. We do. We do. So. They um, were waiting for the great big Wall Street rally on great GDP news today. <laughs> and do you believe the GDP? You know, we named that the generally dumb public figure years ago. And, and even even with everything that they it's can a, make up, it, it's, it's still amazing. bad. amazing. Think so, about the, I think now we're approaching $6 trillion worth of government debt that is in negative, ter- negative rate territory. And they still... We got nothing. Yeah, I know. Something in it. Got nothing. Well, I'll tell you, man, it's almost like history's repeating itself. You know, the Y2K and everything collapsing. And 
and the end of liberal administrations and Clinton, and now we're coming to the end of Obama, and you know things just don't work out good. And I'm, I don't know. I remember doing the the preparedness expo in Denver in 1999, and uh, Randy Weaver. I don't know if you guys remember Randy Weaver, and he's an FBI victim of Ruby Ridge, and he just came and sat down in my booth. I don't know why. You know, I was had a pretty good reputation 20 years ago as well as today. I just talked to him about everything, and I and this, I don't know why I bring this up, except, you know, they, the the guys in Oregon, the Bundy crew up there, and uh, and uh, Finnecum, LaVoy Finnecum got shot by the FBI at a traffic stop, and it just seems to be all going again. And, of course, the FBI said he had 9mm, and then the people said he didn't have anything and had his hands in the air. And there's just no outrage, you know. It's just amazing what, what can go on in this country, and... There's no outrage. I mean, you know, there's not thousands of us or Fox News and, you know, got Megyn Kelly on on site. You know, where's the uh, the hands-up movement? Where's the uh, right-wing white, you know, right-wing white guys' lives matter? There's just no outrage. And I, but I think about these guys, and I think about the years have gone by, and, and uh, I guess I'm getting old, but everything feels like that we're just a black swan event away from, you know, the, the life as we know it changing forever. It just feels that way, and I know it does to you people listening as well. But I think of, uh, if you're holed up there, and I don't know what they're thinking. One morning I was sitting out uh, on a boat bass fishing on Bartlett Lake. It's just a little lake north of town here, and all of a sudden the whole boat started shaking and rattling, and, and up the river, the Verde River Valley came a a fully armed Apache attack helicopter. <laughs> I gotta tell you, man, it was on me like that. And it just came up around the canyon, and I mean, the jet engines are roaring, and everything is racing, and, and this thing's fully armed, and I go, what a what a display of strength. And I think that these guys have seen that as well. You know, it's just they, this FBI stop, they had a helicopter over, they had, they had 40, 40 vehicles, so, I don't know, Randy, Randy Weaver and I made, you know, pretty good acquaintance, and that just made me think of that anyway. one 800 On a lighter side, they're redesigning the Barbie doll <laughs> again. This is the, how the politically correct Redesigning. Well, you know, that's the one thing that the women have always had, the, you know, the, the Barbie doll, they tried to reproduce the... Uh, it, the the dimensions on it, and you know, make it life size, and it's like you have to be this perfect specimen. So apparently that made everybody upset. So now they have pictures of the Barbie dolls. Mattel has released the new photo showing a group of Barbie dolls. The company's introduced the famous plastic doll. Will now have three new body types. Oh, how about okay. that? body types. Right, body types. There's tall Barbie. Is that like the standard one that we have today? Uh, no, no. Well, maybe. This one's... I think she's a or, little taller, I think. So you got really tall Barbie. Right. String bean Barbie. Okay. <laughs> right. And then the curvy Barbie. Curvy mm. Barbie. Yeah. Uh, those are for girls that are a little older. I guess. What are those for, like, what? Eight-year-olds, nine-year-old girls? They want the curvy one? I don't know. I don't know. So I'm not... Okay. Because I don't want to get any hate mail right, from women. Right. I'll, I'll leave that one. So that's two types. And then the petite Barbie. Everybody hates her. <laughs> <laughs> Size zero. Yeah, I know. They hate her.
hate them petite Barbie. So I, uh, <laughs> I got to thinking about it. Uh, you know, we can't any, anyone upset. So yeah, they make the that's the, th- the three types, and they'll also now be sold in several skin tones, eye colors, and hairstyles. So Barbie has officially gone global. One thing hasn't changed though: the Barbie divorce doll still comes with all of Ken's stuff. <laughs> One of my favorite bits. <laughs> you know, they do all the different Barbies around here in Phoenix. The Scottsdale, Scottsdale Barbie, Barbie, the Gilbert Barbie, the the, the Awatuki, the Chandler Barbie comes with Gangsta Ken <laughs> and a Cadillac set of twenty twos. The Apache, the AJ Barbie, comes with uh, alimony payments. It just goes on and on. One eight hundred nine five one zero five. The phones are ringing today. Sarah's busy out front, but you know if you're, if I mean if if you're even have uh, just a remote thought of a pulse. You I mean you got to be sitting there going, "What? That Japan went negative today?" And we're in a global. Normally, my dad used to say, and I'm sure your parents did as well. What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin, we're going to find out, right? Like you know, I need money, or I can't go to school today, or something. That was like their standard. Because if you think the Chinese are going to sit idly by while Japan just went negative, you're crazy. No, something's going on. So get ready. And the only reaction was, oh, Wall Street's going up because bad GDP? I don't know. Figure it out. Well, both. You got Japan negative and bad GDP. But those are only the, because the Dow 30 stock. The, 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 they love to do the traders. Now, it's like Vegas. You know, they have odds on Fed rate hikes. After the Japanese news and the GDP news, odds of a Fed rate hike are now at zero. Wow. Yeah. For the whole year. Yeah, how do they do it? It's impossible, unless they just pretend that we're not in a globalist economy anymore. Want to buy a Zenith television? (laughs) If we elect Donald Trump, right, we build the fence, we put 45% tariffs on everything, you can raise the Fed funds rate. You know, I'm telling you what I don't get. I don't get, uh, there was an article today, you got it on uh, allamericangold.com about the unions unions in this country. Of course, you know, they busted all the, pretty much all the steel workers, auto workers, just about the, ha- the Teamsters, just about all of it's been busted. Not all of it, but the major portion. We'll talk about that when we get back. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour, where the blind leads the stupid every Friday. Stay with us. Patriot Radio News Hour broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. It's a great day to be alive. Beautiful weather. Expecting a high of 75 degrees. Welcome to all you people in for the car auction. I was out at uh, Silver's auction last night out in Fountain Hills. It's still my favorite. You don't have to wade through uh, trophy wives <laughs> and, uh, you know, zillions of vendors. They actually just pretty much sell cars out there. And uh, But we are going to go to Bear Jackson tonight, I guess. It's wives' night at Bear Jackson, so... That's pretty fun if you've never been. Uh, it really is quite a quite quite a show they put on. I mean, you really have to walk like an hour through anything from furniture to salmon fishing trips and jewelry, and and before you even get to a car, you wouldn't even know where you were. You're like, where am I? So, you're like, is this a flea market? What? It's amazing. So, be a real expensive flea market. I can imagine nothing there is very uh, cheap. Oh gosh, no, no! It's uh, it's very hoity-toity. So, bring your money. We're talking about union workers heading into the break. 
Now, a 40, well, half, half of all workers, half of all union workers, I should say, are now government employees. Well, the thing that I found amazing was the fact of how few union workers are really left. I mean, the number was, what, 14 million? 14.7 million union workers, but uh, so half 7.2 million of them are government. Government workers, so there's 7 million private sector union workers. Uh, you know, I got nothing against unions. I mean, you know, Ronald Reagan was a Democrat, and Democrats believed in unions, you know, and then ultimately when they became government unions, he became conservative. And so a lot of people, they're like, you don't need unions to fleece the taxpayer. Right? No. Well, the government's good at that on its own. So they have any non-essential union employees that they send home in D.C. last weekend? It was some ungodly hundreds of thousands. Well, listen, this is how bad it is. When Washington, D.C. closes, it actually costs the taxpayer money. I mean, where is the I mean, where is a leader that steps up and goes, "Okay, um, we're not," because the only the only jobs left. I mean, really, there's only seven million union private sector workers. Now. Yeah, and there's a hundred and twenty some million private full part time employees, private sector employees. Right. So I mean, you're, you're in the, it's a it's a five percent maybe fractional number six percent. So the government is the only one left that has pensions. So well, think about this. So there's twenty three. Million twenty one. Let's call it. So see, I can do simple math. Twenty one million government workers. A third of those are union. You know, and then they're you know they're paid more than the private so sector. So you got, got a full th- benefit. You got a third of union in the government. Only six percent in the private sector. Well, like the steel workers and the teamsters. You know. So imagine the government. Okay, we're going on strike. Imagine a real strong leader going goodbye. <laughs> Watch what happens yeah. when I put when I post on Craigslist. Want it? <laughs> New government workers, no pensions. <laughs> you know what would happen? They wouldn't be out. I mean, come on. So it is crazy. But I think you know. And again, we talked about this. It's the uh, it's the public safety pensions that are bankrupting all the cities and the municipalities. That I think that if you get a city pension, you should live in the city that you get it from. Right, or the state. If you get a state pension, you should live in the state. Right, it should be your, your has to be your primary address, or you don't get it. You, you know, and that would I guess that would help obviously because the dollars would be spent there. But this problem's so massive. I know, can't. It's incredible. It I just saw help, but there's a big article uh, the other day. I didn't get to it about Calpers. And that California, how bad it really is, and of course they're talking to you. Hey, we look at we we balanced the budget and we did all this stuff, and and none of it's true. And then you look at Illinois, still doesn't even have a budget because they can't figure out what to do with all the pension problems. And now the problem, you know, the Chicago school system is worried about getting taken over by the state. The state is worried about being taken over by the federal government because none of them got any money. Well, just and they're never going to fix it, and they're never going to pay it. And everybody's just waiting for the great default, reset, start again. Here's your new money. Ten, ten, probably a thousand to one devaluation, I would imagine. Not ten, not hundred, but well, a we always do. Wow. So that's a big. That's a big devaluation. That's what they'll have. I mean, we, to I've do. always talked about. Hey, if you had ten thousand dollars in the bank. Of the old money, right? They'll give you a thousand new ones. No, they're gonna give you ten bucks. They have to. There's just too much money printed. There's trillions and trillions and trillions in electronic. I mean, 
what did the feds hand out uh, through the back door? Someone said seven hundred trillion. It was trillion hundred, it was hundreds of trillions. Seven hundred trillion. The Fed window right, I is mean, now open. Yeah, it would have to be that. So it's a crazy world we live in. Hey, how many government employees does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it takes seven point two million. You got a problem with that? Because <laughs> there ain't nothing you can do about it. One eight hundred. Yes, sir. You buy a little gold, get yourself protected from when they reverse interest rates and start charging you to put your money in. I mean, we used to laugh. I actually remember a bank promotion. If you deposited a thousand dollars, they would give you a toaster. I mean, we—that's the standard. Oh, you grew, we grew up with that. I know. Now, now you deposit a toaster. They give you a thousand bucks. Take one down there. No, actually, you don't hang on to anything that's American-made. If you have a Sunbeam toaster and it still works, I mean, it's an instant collector's item. Hopefully, I don't know, maybe I'm being a little naive. Donald Trump wants to bring back American jobs. Okay, He wants to quit all these trade deals so, I, I'm with China and the bad deals that we've made. And, you know, if he, if he really does believe that and we want to bring back everything, can you imagine buying, buying, coming out of Walmart with an American-made toaster? Could you imagine? Because of what you said about this Bernie Sanders, Donald Trump thing, last week there was a Democratic debate. I know no, you know, no one ever talks about yeah, on those. CNN. Right? So I was watching Bernie Sanders. And they have the same thought, just a different way of going about it. Donald Trump wants to put the tariffs back on and, hey, if business, you don't want to follow suit, I'm going to make you pay for it. Where, where Sanders is like, hey, we're just going to tax the snot out of the business. Either way, right? Either it's going to get done. Wall Street's not going to like if either right. one of those two wins. So that's why they want to vote for Cruz. <laughs> ah, it's a crazy day. Final segment coming up. You're listening to Radio Gone Bad, the Patriot Radio News Hour. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> That's it for oil. Uh, yeah. the, the the compromise is off. Oil has gone negative. It's now down. Uh, it was up a dollar. Now it's down 50 cents in a matter of minutes because the Iranians said there ain't no cutting going on here. Yeah, they can't. They won't. So we don't care what the Saudis do. We don't care what the Russians do. Full steam ahead for the Iranians. Thank you, Mr. President. Yeah, I got to tell you, weird story. I um, quickly here at the end, I, uh, you know, I have a real estate license and license in the state of Arizona. I don't know why they gave me one, but um, they they changed all the laws. You know, the the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Remember that last B Bureau. Do you mind any other bureaus? FBI. This is the CFPB. Um. If you've bought a house, they send you a survey in the mail with a $5 bill. I didn't know this. My wife told me this morning. So you get the survey after you buy the house. They want they, My wife says, wait for the third one. They'll send that registered. Of course, you know, it's supposed to be volunteer. So the first one's got 5 bucks. Don't fill it out. The second one's got 5 bucks. Don't fill it out. Wait for the third one that they said certified. You have to sign for it. It's got five bucks in it, so hold out for the fifteen. So you get fifteen bucks, right? They want you to rat on your mortgage broker or your realtor. These guys ain't messing around. Uh, where's the money coming? Well, some 
government agency is mailing cash to people to do a survey. These Chinese that are buying our houses, they got to love it. Wow. Wow, America, what a great place. Can you believe it? They just that? mail you money here. Can you believe that? Yeah, so now the TRID, the new TRID laws from the CFPB. But uh, was your realtor fair? Did they disclose this? They're coming after you. They're coming after, of all people to pick on, the mortgage guys. <laughs> and that's realtors. Those, that's, are, the those are the ones right. that did it. It wasn't the bankers. Jamie Dimon is a good man. But you realtors and you poor mortgage brokers, you are the evildoers. You think Elliot Ness mailed out $5 to mobsters? <laughs> If you rat on Al Capone, <laughs> there's a crisp $5 bill in it for you. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Wow. Isn't that unbelievable? So if you've bought a house recently and you get it, if you got the 5 bucks in the mail, just hang on. Wait till you got us till you have Wait to do it. You got 50. <laughs> do you have to do it? Oh, it's a voluntary, but uh, it's a voluntary. But uh, I think they, if uh, you don't want to get on the no fly list, right. you better fill it out. Can you imagine that some guy shows up, knocks on the door. You didn't fill out your thing. Give me back our fifteen bucks. <laughs> 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 you file your tax return. There's a deduction. Oh, it's a new bureau, you know, and they, they're trying to do that. Elliot Ness, you know the. The Bureau was pretty new, and they were going to get Al Capone. How'd they get him? They got him with taxes. Tax to be. So, yeah, they yeah. must have mailed five bucks to somebody. <laughs> so, ah, what are the markets doing? Uh, Dow's up 200. The Nasdaq's up 57. The S&P is up 28 because the wonderful Japanese went negative. Gold's up a dollar at $1,117. Crude oil is now negative. As Iran said, no deal. $32 and change. Silver is higher as well, $14.29 today. You got anything to sell? I've got, here's what I got. In a hand, in the house, I've got some. I've got a handful of twenty-dollar gold pieces. I've got some ten-ounce gold pieces. I have rolls of half dollars. They're all here, live, ready to roll. You think people will send them in to get them re-stamped at twenty thousand-dollar gold pieces? <laughs> twenty thousand yen. Just, gold pieces. They'll just say twenty with an X after it. Twenty times. Take the time to put something away that's real. The best thing that you could possibly do for your family is plan for the worst and then live for the best. God bless everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you again next week. Till then, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe Jake and Eric Cedarstrom. We're gone. Bye now.